Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Today, I'm chatting with Brittany Smith from Zen Smith, who is based in beautiful Maui, Hawaii. She started her organizing business in 2018 and has grown, scaled, and hired a team since then. She has a bachelor's of science degree in psychology and a huge passion for all things human design and astrology. So today, we're diving into all the woo-woo stuff as it pertains to building a whole organizing business from a soul-aligned place. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thanks, Melissa. So happy to be here. Yeah, it's so good to see you again. We ended our 2022 Mastermind last year at the end of the year, and it's been so great catching up with lots of the women from the Mastermind, seeing how you guys are growing, scaling, taking off, and doing all the things. So I love catching up with you guys. Yeah, it's a really wonderful community. I highly recommend it. (laughs) So tell us about yourself and what called you to get into this field. So I am a typical millennial (laughs) and I didn't want to commit to a career right out of college. So I decided to go into the hospitality industry as a bartender and that let me travel. So I lived in the Virgin Islands and then I moved to Maui. I found my dream job as a waitress and I climbed the ranks, made it all the way to manager and then burned out (laughs) and lost that job. And it was really heartbreaking. So my brain just kept going on how do I sustain myself in a way that I can be my own boss because I see that there's discrepancies here. Like I'm really independent and I kind of want to be in charge And I don't want to get fired again when I need some time off for my mental health either. So I went through some trial and error process. I tried making clothes. And then my husband and I sat down and we were like, okay, let's get serious about this. What are my skills? And I realized that I had been organizing my family's homes forever. (laughs) Like whenever I visit my mom, she asked me to go through the photos or go through the hallway closet. And then When I moved to Maui, I lived with my grandfather and I helped him downsize dramatically. So I thought, okay, let me try this. And one day we were like going back and forth on names and I went to sleep on it and woke up and was like, Zen Smith. (laughs) And so then from there, it just sort of flowed. Honestly, it's been so easy to transition for me and like, you know, The financial aspect is like step at a time, step at a time, but still I keep getting clients and I, with very little effort sometimes, and that's the exciting part for me. And so how I use human design is I took their advice. And when I have a defined heart in my chart, that means that I have the power to be in control or as the boss position. And I needed that support, honestly, because 
okay, I'm a woman and I'm like a waitress. And, you know, like I had all these imposter syndrome mindset things to work through. And then a human design was really like my backbone for feeling confident enough to stick with it. Yes, 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 yes. And I know for those of you that are listening, Brittany and I are actually the same human design type. We're both manifestors, which is relatively rare. And I am no stranger to getting fired, wanting to be in charge, wanting to be independent, all of those things that you said. And so good for you for taking a step back with an eagle eye view and going, okay, what do I actually love? What do I hate? What am I good at? What do I not like doing? All those things. And then creating your own business. What I wanted to say too, is you've built this business in such a beautiful way of flow versus force. And just the other day, you posted something that was like, I just did my yoga session this morning. And then I went for a surf in the ocean. And then I came home to, you know, a new booking. So it doesn't have to be this like, constrictive, contracted, restricted process of building a business. Can you speak to any of that? Yes. So I noticed that people who go into business for themselves would sometimes bring along with them the frustrations and the difficulties that they had in in being employed. And I really didn't want to do that. Like for me, the burnout comes because I'm doing too much. And so my favorite book to recommend to pro organizers is Essentialism by Greg McEwen. And he taught me how to say no strategically because I'm a people pleaser. Like part and part of climbing the corporate ladder is you do more, right? You get more responsibilities, more responsibilities. And I guess I'm able to hold that for a little while. <laughs> but not over extended time. And that's what I learned about being a manifester or having an undefined sacral center is oops, <laughs> that I don't always have the energy to sustain the physical aspect of work. And also the frustrations specifically really great on my nervous system. So I have to have very few of those or I get irritable or, or, low energy. So I use that advice of having an undefined sacral center to take time to create ease in my life. And (laughs) funny enough, when I found human design, I wasn't even like eating properly. It was such a fundamental, like missing part in my life. And I learned that my type is somebody who needs to be eating from the sun up till sundown. Well, as a waitress, I was eating from like the middle of the day till the evening and so many physical health symptoms that I've eliminated or I'm eliminating and getting healthier. You even said I look healthy and glowing. That's work, girl. That's the work. <laughs> and okay, so maybe that's it. I want my work to be on me and my health and my emotional stability and less on performing in a position at work. But we still have to support ourselves. I still need to make money. And I, and you know, I have this spiritual aspect of self. So it's like, how am I going to have a product type business that also satisfies my need to help people? And oh my gosh, is hor- humor, excuse me, 
organizing perfect, right? I get to buy all these beautiful bins and stuff in this and add to their lives while also simultaneously taking away the stuff that's bogging them down or causing illness and frustrations. Yeah, you get to be the beautifier, the simplifier, the the person in charge, the expert all at the same time by giving back to other people and impacting their lives, you know, in a beautiful way. Yes, I am still in service. I love serving my community. Just yesterday, I volunteered with Camp Emua and we went to a girl's house who's straight A student. She's in college, but she's lost her dad. And the way that manifests for her is a very messy room. So yesterday we helped her clean that up. And that just, that's what I live for, right? But I have to be realistic and and also support myself financially so that I can be available for those types of things. Yeah. I, so that's where I'm from. Yeah. Every organizer that I talk to is like, just has such a servant heart, you know, like we just are the caregivers of the world, the caretakers, the servant leaders, the people that just want to help. And obviously, you know, we could all go join the Peace Corps or work for a nonprofit or work for a charity or give our time away for free or whatever. But like you said, we still need to make money and we still need to support ourselves. And so what better way to do that than by getting into the organizing business? I loved what you said about, you know, watching yourself with burnout and doing too much. I'll link the in the show notes, the link to Essentialism by Greg McEwen, the book that you recommended. I love that. And then the other thing that you said, too, is what if it was just easy? Just letting it be easy, inviting ease in. And that flow versus that force, I think, is such a powerful piece of growing a business because it's really the energetics behind what you do in life is how it's going to manifest. So if I'm going into this podcast excited and energized and happy to see you and excited to chat about all things human design, it's going to be a great show. But if I'm like, oh, it's raining outside, my rooster is crowing outside, it's, it's you know, thunder and lightning and I don't feel well, 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 guess what? That's how it's going to show up. So it's really the energy behind what you put into anything in your business is what you're going to get back from it. So love to watch Absolutely. you build this business. Absolutely. And I, you know, to make it really simple, I didn't want to lose my femininity either. And being CEO, like we have this idea of like a structured suit and like really rigid schedule. And that doesn't vibe with me. I wanted to feel ease and flow and the feminine aspect in business. And I think that that's part of my purpose on earth is to show people that we can be successful and easeful. And the big thing I know with manifestors too, as our human design type is rest. Rest is huge and rest is key. And I think we get naturally, in my opinion, we're wild women, all of us, all of us listening to this podcast, all, you know, women were, if you go back to our primal roots, like we are wild, we want to just, you know, run naked in fields and whatever. <laughs> like that is, that's our, our true nature. And we've become these, you know, industrialized, you know, rats in the race and hamsters in the wheel. And, you know, that's the name of my book is like the the hamster wheel, the rat race and other career myths holding you back. It's just this idea that we have to stay stuck in these little boxes. And if that doesn't have to be the case. And so when we can 
loop in to our business, to those energetics behind our business, the divine feminine, the true nature of what our body craves and what our soul needs, that's magic. Yay. Yeah, totally. I Another thing that human design has given me is the permission to rest. I... Before I met human design, I was go, 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 go. And I thought I had a restful life because I slept eight hours a night. But once I started listening to my body, it's like I need to get horizontal several times a day. (laughs) And that seems wild because how am I going to have a business and be laying in bed so frequently? But it's working. And, you know, it's working slowly. So I have to be comfortable in that. And I think that's what's making me or what's giving me the ability to practice what I'm preaching. Yes, 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 yes. Rest, rest, rest without the guilt. And I know as overdoers and overachievers, you know, organizers are typically that type A perfectionistic personality where we're always go, go, go. And if we don't have a to-do list with 17 things checked off on it, we're not, you know, a valuable human being or we're not worthy or we're not enough, right? And so letting ourselves know, hey, it's actually okay to rest. And sometimes it's like a slingshot. Or if you go back a little bit, you're actually able to propel yourself even that much further just by taking that rest. So love that. Love that we're talking about this. Can you walk us briefly into just human design overall? So we've talked a little bit about, you know, being heart-centered or being defined sacral or non-defined sacral. So for those of us listening. Um, you know, we know that you and I are manifestors and we can vibe on that all day and have a whole podcast about that someday. But what is kind of just the basics of human design? Okay. So it is basically the blueprint of your birthday and time. So what is more popular right now is astrology. And that is the, sort of the same thing, an imprint of your birth date and time. And, but what human design does is it takes astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, and maybe one other modality and combines them so that you have a more comprehensive picture of who you are. And that sounds like totally woo-woo, right? But when I was in college studying psychology, I also took a sociology class. And in that class, they told me that the calendar has, is ancient, right? So the so this ancient civilization was mapping the time of year, the the planets and the stars that go by, and then using that calendar to name their children because that would give the tribe an idea of what that person was like, what that person's sole mission was like. So this isn't really that far fetched. It's just our modernization of this ancient tool. And what it does is give you a map, a blueprint of who you are so that if you get off course because maybe you've taken advice that was well given, but maybe not for you, then you can steer back to your center. Yeah, it's one of those tools that I think, so my degree is in sociology. So you've got a psychology nerd and a sociology nerd. So yeah, you basically, when when you look at human behavior and you look at different types that you've known in your life, I, I mean, I've been into astrology since I was like 13, back in the days of like circling my horoscope in like the Teen Beat magazines or whatever, right? But now here we are where it's like, I, I'm constantly 
looking at my human design type, how it pertains to what I'm going through in my everyday life. I'm journaling, I'm meditating. I'm now getting more into breath work. And so these are all these modalities that we can bring into our lives to help enhance them, make our businesses improve, you know, be more successful, become more wealthy, all of these things where I'm not one to knock any sort of modality and say, oh, that's, you know, too woo-woo or that's too far-fetched or whatever. Like I'm kind of in this space of like, I'll try it all until I find, you know, what works for me. And I've just fallen in love with human design. So thank you for giving us that background. As it pertains to our organizing businesses, a lot of our listeners are growing, scaling, hiring teams. How can knowing our human design help us know things like who to hire next, who to work with, what to cut out in our businesses? How can human design help with those things? Mm -hmm. So one of the key elements of human design is called the PHS or personal health system. And to break it down, there are four arrows pointing either left or right. And the way we think about this is left pointing arrows are focused, strategic, planning types, the masculine energy. And then the right pointing arrows are passive, receptive, open, and the feminine energy. So if you have a chart with right pointing arrows and you're trying to be strategic and planning ahead and making lists and doing this, you're creating an imbalance. So I like to encourage people to look at their openness and their receptive parts to see if there is a new way of being in business that would fit them better. Like maybe you don't need to be the technician that is always hands-on doing this stuff because you're better at selling or guiding people through the process before you get started so that they're super excited. And I don't think that we need to do every single aspect in our business either. So when it comes time to hire help, who do we need? Well, I need somebody with the sacral center defined. I also could use somebody with their head and Anjana defined, which I think you are, Melissa. Yeah. That helps me get my thoughts clear because I can be kind of poetic. I'm right arrowed in that area. So it's like, I don't know. I guess I like doing things independently. So I get to look at my chart and make decisions right there rather than asking someone or trial and erroring a lot. This gives me a more narrow path to take. Yeah, it's so cool to look at the actual charts. For those of you that, that might want to do your own chart, you can either A, reach out to Brittany, which we'll put all of her information in the show notes and she'll you know, shout out her website and all the things at the end of today's session. But you can also go to jovianarchive.com and get your free human design type. And so when that generates your, your chart, essentially back to, you know, our comments about astrology, it's going to ask you, where were you born in the world? And at what time approximately? A lot of us don't know our birth time. So most people just put like 12 noon or midnight and then your actual day of birth of course in year so that'll spit out a free design chart for you it's jovianarchive.com and i'll link that in the show notes below but when it comes out it looks like this really crazy like 
wheel with all these arrows and all of these like colors and all of these things, you know, that are either defined and colored in or not colored in. It looks like a little kid took like a, a crayon to a coloring book and forgot to color in like some of the lines. So you're going to look at this thing and you're going to, if you're new to human design and be like, okay, what does all this mean? You know, what is going on here? Right. And you can go down so many different rabbit holes on Pinterest, on obviously Google, just finding different things about your type. I know that in the coaching that I've done with some of our ladies in the pro organizer community, I've just asked them, hey, when's your birthday? Like, wouldn't it be fun just to add this to a tool in your toolbox? And so we've done their human design type and I've sent them like, you know, eBooks and all of this stuff that's available freely online if you're just getting into it. If you want more of like an advanced reading, or you want to really know more about, okay, what does this truly mean? Definitely, you know, hit Brittany up on Instagram or reach out to, you know, to either one of us, but she's definitely the expert. And I love what you said about that personal health system, the PHS of knowing, okay, if the, if it's left, if it's right, if it's masculine, if it's feminine, is it open and flowy, more of the feminine, right? Or is it structured and, you know, cut off more masculine? There's so much in these charts that can help us know how to be in business, how to be more successful. Yes. And a lot of us women are mommies. And something I hear frequently from mommies is they, they lose a sense of who they are because they've been so much about their children. So human design gives you a tool for self-inquiry so that you can have some time where you literally just focus on your taking that time to get back to yourself, back to, again, what your soul is craving, what your soul is screaming at you to be heard. And, you know, a lot of times we're not listening. We're like, we have to go, go, go. There's no time to rest. You know, we have to be perfectionistic, all the things. I love that self-inquiry. I know as manifestors, and you spoke to this as well, we burn out when everything is so like routine and they're so, it's so labor intensive. And like for me, organizing, 250 clients in 2018 and then going into 2019 and still having my team of four ladies helping me in the San Diego market. It was a grind, man. Like it was like 18 months of like working seven days a week. And for a man investor, that is like a shit poor way to run a business. (laughs) So I learned very quickly. I like initiating things. I don't necessarily love nurturing the thing like for a long period of time after that so as much as you can learn from human design about yourself your business how you work how you operate who you might need to bring into your network to complement you know your gaps things like that it's just been a really helpful tool right so we haven't said much about the generators and for them it's really important that they say yes and no correctly And also some generators have a little trouble starting things. So they might want to bring in a manifester to do that portion of the job. And then you don't know how excited I get when I meet someone who says, I love to finish the job. I'm like, oh, thank goodness, (laughs) because I don't. (laughs) I like to start the job. So it's not that any one type is superior to the other. I really want to make that clear. We all are working together in community. And without each other, there wouldn't be this beautiful world to live in. Yes. And there's so, it's so interesting to, once you get into this, you'll start running your charts for your family members, your parents, your siblings, your best friend. Uh, 
was in Turkey over this past summer in 2022. And we were all sitting around with like, you know, my 98 year old grandmother and like my dad and all of his sisters. And I was like, this is really interesting. Let's see who everybody is. I swear to you, Brittany, every single one of them was a manifesting generator, like 12 people and all manifesting generators. And then I like, my brother wasn't there, but then I ran his chart, also a manifesting generator. The partner I was with at the time, also a manifesting generator. So I was like, I need some like projector energy or some reflector energy in my life. The other thing to note is every single coach that I've ever hired has always been a projector. Like my past five business coaches, always a projector. So yeah, because they're, they master the systems and they're here to guide us. So that's, we have a few projectors that are pro organizers too. And I really hope they move into the CEO position because that's what they're here for. They have this beautiful way of guiding us through an experience and they also have the ability to penetrate your aura and see the exact maybe issue that you're working on or see the, you know, thing that you're really great at and they can pull that out of us. So as manifestors, we have to allow them into our aura. <laughs> yes. Right. Because we can be repelling. <laughs> I have, I've heard that more than once in my life, but cool. Well, this has been so awesome just to hear from, honestly, like I consider you a true expert on this stuff because you can look at a chart and just be like, bum, 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 bum. and I look at a chart and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what does this mean? So thank you so much for giving us that background. Um, on that note, what is maybe just some advice that you have for organizers that are either new to the industry or just starting out? Oh, what a question. Focus on customer service. Like that for me and from my background and the things that I love, it's all about the, the customer's experience with you. Like if you can make them feel heard and safe and like they have a container where they can just be themselves, you, they will come back to you over and over and over again. They'll make things up for you to come back for because they need that support, right? That's what we're there for. And also don't give up. Like if you have a, z a goose egg month, I've had a couple, it doesn't mean that your business is failing. Take that time to rest or educate yourself or go on a vacation, you know, maybe staycation because you're low on funds. But that in the beginning, in the first five years, if you have goose egg months, I really think it's okay. Like eventually it will start coming more consistently. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And allowing in that flow versus that force and allowing it to be easy, right. taking time to rest to make sure that, you know, hey, if I had a bad month, I had a bad month. Guess what? We move on, you know? I love what you said about, you know, finding those clients that need your energy, need your support, and they'll literally make things up for you to do. Those are the best clients because you know <laughs> that it's more than just what you're doing, right? It's more than just the organizing, the putting stuff in pretty bins or whatever. I remember a client I had who was like, can you come over and plant these little flowers that I just bought at the garden store? Can you do my laundry because my washer broke? Can you do some styling for me and tell me what needs to go in my closet? Can you do some returns? Can you hang me pictures? And like, literally, it's so true. They will make up stuff for you to do if you're meant to be in their aura and work with them. Yeah. Yeah. And they will give you the best reviews and the energy that you create there will just push you forward. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Where can our audience find you, Brittany? Okay, so 
I'm on Facebook as facebook.com slash zensmithlife or my website is zensmith.life and my Instagram is islandfairy. Yeah. That's N-L-E-R-I-E. Yeah, that's right. They like the original spelling of fairy. <laughs> so I will link all of that stuff in the show notes below. Thank you again for being here. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, Melissa. I hear this a lot. I know I'm good at decluttering, but how do I get people to pay me for it? Or I want to start a home organizing business, but I don't know how to find new clients beyond my friends and family. Or I'm posting on social media every single day, but I'm just not seeing any traction and I'm not getting any clients from it. Ah yes, the conundrum of every new and aspiring professional organizer. That's why I've compiled this Get Clients Fast Guide just for you. Grab your free three-page downloadable guide and start booking paying clients in your pro-organizing business ASAP. Simply head to bit.ly slash getclientsfastguide to grab your copy. That's bit.ly slash getclientsfastguide. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.